Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Whether you find yourself in the joys or the messes of mom life, we want to encourage you to remain faithful as you join us every Wednesday in creating a community of real moms, real stories, and real truth based on the Word of God. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. I'm your host, Mallory Allen. And today we are going to be back with part two of our devotional series about becoming a mom worthy of honor. Last month in June, we started this new series, and I explained that over the next five months, we are going to talk about one way each month to turn the fifth commandment around and talk about not only how children can honor their parents, but how we can be the type of mother that our children can honor and that they want to honor. That's why I'm calling this series A Mom of Honor. So today we're going to be on part two. Just to refresh, Exodus 20:12, the fifth commandment says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So Pastor Adrian Rogers has five simple and achievable ways to not only gain our children's honor, but also to point them to Jesus in the process so that one day, just like we all pray will happen, that our kids will grow up and they will have families of their own and they will be able to do the same thing to show Jesus to their kids because we showed it to them, right? So today, let's talk about part two of how we can be moms that are worthy of honor. Last month in June, it was by loving our kids. And today we're going to focus on lifting our kids. We can be moms that are worthy of honor by lifting our kids. Another way to say this would be to build them up or to encourage your children. That's what we're going to be talking about today. A lot about encouraging them, about lifting them. As we dive in today, we're going to unpack something that I have personally never thought much about before I read Pastor Adrian Rogers' 10 Secrets for a Successful Family. And the thing that I've never really thought much about before today, and I'm just being completely honest here, is knowing the difference between what encouraging your kids looks like and praising your kids looks like. And just a side note, All of these Mom of Honor devotionals, they actually came from a chapter in 10 Secrets for a Successful Family, the book that I just mentioned, and you can actually find that on our website, faithful31moms.com, if you're interested in that. That's just a side note. I'll put that in our show notes so that you can get to it easily. Okay, so let's get started today. We're going to start with our key verse. It's from Colossians 3.21. Do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. So it's a short and simple verse, but we are going to unpack how to not discourage our children, but how to encourage our children today. So Pastor Adrian Rogers said that wise encouragement is better than lavish praise and that we need to learn the difference between praise and encouragement because children need encouragement more than they need praise. Let me give you an example. 
something that I was thinking about. Okay, it's summertime right now, right? The heat is blazing hot. It's super humid down here in Memphis, Tennessee. Or wherever you are, I'm sure it's warmer than normal, right? And you may be an avid gardener, like really good, a green thumb, growing all kinds of stuff. Or you're just doing good to have a few potted plants alive like myself. (laughs) One thing is for sure, all of your plants need water, right, to survive, to thrive. And if your plants are looking droopy in the heat today, you can just hit those with some water and they just kind of transform back to life. It's really cool to watch. And so kids are a lot like this too. They need encouragement, just like plants need water. They need it over and over. They need it every single day. Pastor Rogers said, when you catch your kids doing something right, then let them know through your encouragement that you believe in them. Let your speech affirm them. So you may be tracking with me today. You may be saying, I understand. Okay, plants need water like kids need encouragement. I need to encourage my kids. But you may have one question, the same thing that I was thinking when I first started reading this. What is the difference then between encouragement and praise? I had personally never really thought much about it before. So here are some examples that might help if you're asking that question like I did. Let's say that your child brings home a spelling test, okay? And they made 100 A+. They like the, you know, the 100 written really big with the smiley faces in the zeros. And you praise them and you say, this is great. You didn't get one wrong. You are so smart, okay? Or let's say that your child cleans up their room and you say, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you for cleaning up your room. I can see your floor now. You know, something like that. Just a general statement. We've all said something similar like this. Now, you might be thinking when you're hearing this, like I did, okay, what's wrong with that? I say this kind of stuff all the time. That doesn't really sound like out of the norm. That sounds like a nice thing to say, right? And it is. Praise is a good thing. But your perspective might be about to change as we unpack the difference between when praise is appropriate versus when kids need encouragement all the time, okay? So praise in these examples says, great, you got an A, you are so smart, or I'm so proud of you for cleaning your room, right? Pastor Rogers says, this says to the child, I get approval when I do well. Approval is something that I can earn. When I do the right things, my parents approve. So I'll just make sure that I do well all the time so that they don't disapprove of me. Okay? I never really thought about it before. I I really started thinking, what have I been saying to Jake? What have I been saying to James when they bring home a test, when they clean their room, when they, you know, play a ball game? What have I been, how have I been wording those things to them? So praise focuses on the actual achievement itself, getting the A, cleaning the room, right? Whereas encouragement that we're going to talk about today focuses more on the child doing the achieving and not the achievement itself. So encouragement in these situations would say, you did a great job studying for that test. Great job. I'm so proud of you. Or 
thanks for your help in keeping the house clean. It's really nice to have a clean room, isn't it? You know, something like that. You are focusing more on the achieving, right? That keeping the house clean, good job picking up your room. Isn't it nice to have a clean room? Or you did a great job studying for that test. I mean, I really... I saw you working really hard studying for that test. You deserve that A. Good job. Those are focusing more on the achieving and not the achievement itself. As I was thinking about this, as I was reading, as I was writing this podcast, I was thinking about how it is so important that our kids don't think that their approval is performance-based, right? Like only getting praise for winning the game or only getting praise for bringing home the good grades or only getting praise for cleaning their room. You know, that's praise. And there's, there's nothing wrong with praise. Praise is a good thing. And it, it, when it's deserved, like winning a big game, winning a contest, getting straight A's, things that don't happen all the time, but they are great things. Praise should be given where where praise is due, of course. So don't mishear me on this. Praise is a good thing. But encouragement is focusing on building your kids up no matter what the outcome is, right? My child is not always going to win the game or get a home run or bring home straight A's. Sometimes he's going to strike out. Sometimes he's going to fail the AR test. Sometimes his room is going to be really messy and he's not going to listen to me in doing what I asked, right? And of course, there's a whole nother area of like discipline and consequences on that. But regardless of what the outcome is, your kids need encouragement. It has nothing to do with performance. It has more to do with the effort that goes into it, right? So my son James recently, just to give an example, he struck out in T-ball, okay? And Jake, at the end of the school year this year, he missed several questions on an AR test that he really needed those points for to complete his goal. And so he had to end up taking another test because he missed several and didn't get the points that he needed. And these are situations where my kids come home and they're drooping like that flower we're talking about. They are just in need of some water, right? In need of some encouragement, like we were talking about earlier, they're not always going to come home to you with praiseworthy news, right? Sometimes they're going to have fallen short or sometimes they're going to have failed. And you need to be ready no matter what to say, hey, James, I saw how you hustled out there on that field. I saw how you ran and got that ball. I saw how you cheered on your friends. And Mommy's going to practice with you this week, and you're going to be ready to go back to that game next week and get yourself a hit. And even if you don't, the most important thing is that you just try your best and that you have fun, right? Or I can tell Jake, I know that you worked hard reading that book. I'm so sorry that you missed those questions, but hey, that happens sometimes. The important thing is that you're reading, you're doing so good with your reading, and we can get another book read and you can take another test. It's not a big deal. So in that, your kids aren't always going to come to you with the greatest news or that they're on top of the world, that something is praiseworthy, right? But you have to find 
ways to encourage them and point out their effort and the good things that they've done so that they can just come back to life, just like those flowers do when you pour water on them. Encouragement does that to kids. Pastor Rogers said this, I do believe encouragement is twice as strong as praise because it shines the spotlight where it needs to be. So moms, you may be processing this like I did. It took me a while to really process this. Like, what is the difference between praise and encouragement? How am I doing with this? Am I doing a good job? Am I only giving them words of praise? Or am I giving praise where praise is due? Of course, Am I just being consistent in my encouragement and pointing out it's not performance-based? It's just, it's about the effort. So you may be like me and you're, you're thinking about this and you're really trying to process how you're doing with this. I realize that that might take time past listening to this podcast. I know that I realized personally that I was not doing a good job with this. I just honestly never thought about it before, the difference between praise and encouragement and how your kids need that consistent encouragement, more so how I deliver it, how I say it. Because a lot of times I know that the things that I tell my boys are coming out more as performance-based praise, right? And I want to be a mom that, of course, gives praise where it's due, but I'm just consistent in my encouragement to Jake and James. And so I've really been challenged by this, and I hope that you have been as well. I hope that you leave feeling encouraged but also challenged that maybe you need to examine the way that you are praising your kids and the way that you're encouraging your kids as well. And it might have just been something that you're like, I'm like you, Mallory. I never really thought about it much before, you know. And so I hope that this devotional leaves you thinking about those things and that you do feel like you have been challenged today like I did. I wanted to share with you one other thing today. If you go to faithful31moms.com, right now we have a great resource on our homepage. It's our new family worship kit, and it's actually based around this book that I've been talking about today, 10 Secrets for a Successful Family. And it's 10 weeks of devotionals for the parents and for the children, and then activities to do together to learn more about the Bible together. It's a really, really neat thing. Faithful 31 Moms partnered with Love Worth Finding to create this. And we actually have a special $5 off code only offered on faithful31moms.com right now. So it's really affordable. Um, That was important to me that it be affordable to families because I know we all um, don't have a bunch of extra money lying around as we're raising kids. But go check that out on faithful31moms.com. I hope that you all have a great day. I hope that you've been challenged. I hope that you've been encouraged. I really appreciate you listening, and I hope that you have a blessed day. Looking for meaningful time with your family that doesn't involve technology? Looking for ways to worship God together? Consider the Ten Commandments for the Home Family Worship Kit from Faithful 31 Moms and Love Worth Finding. Your children will treasure the time you spend as a family as you study, pray, and do activities together that will ultimately strengthen your family's foundation for a God-centered home. Purchase your family worship kit today at faithful31moms.com.
Faithful 31 Moms is produced in association with Love Worth Finding Ministries, built on the profound biblical teaching of Pastor Adrian Rogers. Please visit our website, faithful31moms.com, for all interview show notes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Faithful31Moms. That's faithful31moms.com.